Today, Laughs Unlimited behind the showroom with our guest Carlos Rodriguez. <laughs> what is with you in the sound effects? I don't know because because uh, I don't know. It just like makes it an event. Makes it like because I don't know. I always, always it sounds boring. Just uh, Carlos and Carlos Rodriguez, and it's like okay, it just sounds so uneventful. True. Yeah, yeah. True. So I always like try to like keep, that's another thing too. Try to get everyone's attention, like around. Like, what what the hell is that all about? And it's like, <laughs> I, well, I'll show you. I'll, <laughs> what you got? I think that's why pretty much everybody comes out and say because you you do one of two things. If they come out and they're not clapping, mm-hmm. then oh. you do that. You're like, well, oh, fuck you then. Well, fuck you guys then. Yeah, because <laughs> it breaks the ice and it's like letting. It, I like that because too. It's like it's um, it's your guys' show too. It's the audience's show too. It's like if you want to give me you know bad energy then i'll give it right back but that's just that's how it is and so it's like that's you in life though yeah (laughs) somebody gives you bad energy you just give it right back yeah i've been trying not to though i'm being really good at it like like if someone does give me bad energy i'm just like well then uh i'll disconnect i'll be like all right bounce i'll be gone oh you do okay okay oh yeah that's right that's right (laughs) that's so funny that should be your segment that should be like a segment on here a new segment like i like the 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 okay corner okay Who's got the like a, an okay story? Mm-hmm. Uh, and explain, Who got the explain, okay this week? Yeah, explain your uh, your okay. Oh no, people. everybody's gonna know now. Well, well you're the so one. So okay <laughs> is a way to um, dismiss yourself from an argument, where if somebody's talking to you or arguing with you, and you don't really have anything else to say, and you're not really getting where, anywhere, and you're talking in circles, the answer is okay. It doesn't mean they win. It just means you're done talking about it. Yeah. So it's. And it's funny because okay. one time uh, I got okayed by Jenny, and I except was, for he knows what okay means. I knew what okay means. Not everyone knew what okay meant. And then w- one day she had said it. She got we had talked about it. She said okay, and I looked dead in her face. I was like, "You better not okay me." <laughs> I was like, "We were in the we were right here, right there at the bar, right yeah. there." Yeah, what you call it? Because we're, we're we're recording live from Laughs Unlimited. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, we're the with the new stage location. With the new stage. Thank you, Carlos Rodriguez. <laughs> Some people look so confused when I say that because you know they'll be like, "Oh, I love where the new stage is," and I go, "Thank you, Carlos Rodriguez," and I always roll my eyes really yeah hard. Because for years, okay, so this is what happened. So for years, uh, uh, what happened uh, was what happened was uh, there was uh, the stage was uh, in the corner, right, which made the room long and more narrow. Yeah, and then so like for years, I was trying to get it put in the middle because, and then so and Jenny wasn't having it. He even said he was like, "I want to record here, but what I'll do is I'll, I'll I'm going to build a temporary stage." Yeah, I was going to build a temporary stage and do a. Uh, and I a, tend to be stubborn, and I'm like. Psh. Well, why isn't my stage just good enough? Like, <laughs> it's different and it's special, and and it's no other cool. club has it like nobody. This. Yeah, they're, and I'm and like, there's a reason why no other clubs have it like because this. it's wrong. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's I didn't wrong. tell you this yet. Wait, so wait. Steve came by. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, the old owner was the old owner who oh, wow. I bought the club from ten years ago. Shut up. And I don't think he's been here since. Eve's come by. His wife. Okay. But they were in town, and they came last week when I wasn't here. Oh. And uh, I guess, you know, looking around and everything, and he goes, oh, you went traditional. <laughs> yeah, like paying comics and <laughs> running a good room. 
<laughs> How dare you go so traditional? <laughs> but yeah, so I thought that was funny. I was like, thank you, Carlos Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah, because like for the longest time. So um, so this is what happened. So so I was going to do it. Uh, and then so we're are we driving to San Diego to the comedy festival. No. No, no, no. Okay, no. That's when I came. Uh, we came up with the shirt idea. The yeah. shirt idea. I was like, I go, and I go. I'll put that on a shirt. No, it was day one of the re- renovation. Yeah, that's right. And Carlos has been just lightweight talking about it, just a little bit oh, trying right. to get me to move the stage. <laughs> Not a big Mm-mm. push for it, but just, just, just planting seeds, planting seeds. Yeah. Then the d- first day of renovation, we're moving all the tables, all the chairs out, and we had some comics come out to help and. Everything is out of here. And everything's going. And Carlos is just still throwing out these seeds. But now he's throwing water on the seeds, really, really trying to make this plant grow. Yeah, because all the other comics are here. And I stand I stand where the, where I, where the stage would be. Where and the I, stage is now. Uh, where the stage is now. And I, and I tell her, and I go, see? It'd be perfect right here. It'd be perfect. And another comic hears me say this to her, because I say it loud enough so I get here. On purpose. <laughs> and uh, so Ellis comes in and he's like, what are you talking about? And I go, I'm trying to get Jenny... To put the stage right here, and uh, and then Ellis walks over and he stands next to me. He goes, "Oh, this would be perfect." And I go, "Right." And then as soon as he says that, another comic walks in and is like, "What are you guys doing?" And Brad like, Bonner was Brad here. Bonner walks in and he goes, "I know we got the stage." And he goes, "Oh yeah, that's that's great." Like and then, then then Brad goes and stands in the furthest corner that he can in the comedy club and goes, "This would be the furthest seat." And I can see you guys clearly. And I go, right? And we're just like, and I go, and then the food comes out and like the uh, the kitchen is in the back. So now the kitchen isn't on the side of the stage anymore. It's in the back of the stage. I was like, that and, before, you know, and now all of a sudden everyone's got their, their synapses all firing up. And then JC comes in and he's like, I yeah. could totally build that stage. Yeah. I, he, goes, he goes, oh, that's easy. And we're yeah. like, how easy is it? And he goes, oh, <laughs> real easy. And I was like, oh, we start looking. And then because Jenny goes, Jenny says, okay. You can put the stage there if you can build it. And that's when JC says. And pay for it. <laughs> yeah, pay for it. <laughs> because we had already had all the renovation plans done. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Like, we already had, like, everything was finished. It was day one of the renovation. We were in it. Uh-huh. And Carlos comes in here throwing curveballs <laughs> and trying to grow bean stalks out of these little seeds he'd been planting. And these guys. And and I mm-hmm. shut down because mm-hmm. they were all like, yeah, 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 and teaming up on me. And I was like, no. And it was the next day. Yeah. When we were driving to Throckmorton, they were with making Mike Paramore. They were making. They were like, like I had. Set, I was. I was doing it little by little. But they were. They were. That's another thing too about, especially like Ellis. Like if you give him idea, he'll let his imagination fly. And before you know it, we had like pyrotechnics and like everything was going to be like, oh, and then and this stadium and that. seating. Yeah, and <laughs> it's like it's still the same four walls. Yeah. <laughs> before you know it, like the stage, the plan. Like they were talking as if the plans, like it's already been done. And I was like, no, 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 no. We haven't got the okay yet. We're still trying to work on the okay. And. Uh, yeah, and so and then so we get to the uh, we go to the Throckmorton the next day. Uh, me, you, and Mike Paramore. Mike Paramore, right? And uh, and and then Mike Paramore, he was like, he goes, <laughs> I goes, right? Wouldn't the stage be better? Because all the comedians were in agreement with me. So then he, Mike Paramore, was like, uh, I go, wouldn't it be great that? And then he was like. I like the stage how it is. Yeah. And I look at Mike and I go, you already got dates. Shut up. <laughs> I was like, she doesn't need, just don't even worry, man. Be honest. And uh, he was like, no, well, you might lose the room. It might be different and, and stuff like that. And then, Well, he likes the stage better that way, though, from his perspective, is he's not a comic that moves around a lot. Uh-huh. So that stage was good because you didn't have to. You're only looking at a 90 degree angle of people where this is a little bit more, you know, you have to work the left and right side. Yeah. So different comics do like it a little bit less or more, but mm-hmm. 
I mean, overall, it's a better experience. Oh. Thank you, Carlos Rodriguez. <laughs> Mike is funny too. <laughs> and then you, uh, uh, and then and then uh, uh, and then finally, you were like, because and then we got Hillary called too. Hillary was on the phone too, and yep. she was like, "Are you okay?" And you're like, "These guys are pressuring me about putting stage over there," and I was like, oh, "I'm not pressuring you. I'm just." She was like, "If you don't want it, I don't want it." And I was it, like, "Yeah, yeah." Hillary's on my side, sort of. And then finally, I get the call, and she goes, "We're doing it." But you have to come and build it. And I go, what? And she was like, I go, I'm like, okay, let's do it. And now she was like, okay, Saturday, you'll be here Saturday. So I showed up Saturday and uh, me, Ellis, Brad, and JC, and we came and, and, and Tris uh, demolished the other stage. He broke the other stage up, which was funny because the other stage was built by Comic too, by Comic. Uh, 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 Rick Polito. Rick Polito built mm-hmm. the other stage. And so he demolished it. And then we all came in here. And we, and we 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 put it together, and it was uh, I was excited, man. And then and and, <laughs> and and to see us how the stage is built, and especially JC knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Like he was, he had all the tools because he what he's like he he builds his own he mm-hmm. builds his own deck and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And and um, he's a handyman. Yeah, he's a handyman. Like 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 straight like like his trade is is that. And so like to watch him make a stage, and because me in my head I would have made a stage. I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> He, I didn't know anything about a support beam, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" Because uh, like his would have been weight bearing of fifty pounds. Yeah, mine would have been a box. It. it had been hollow in the middle, <laughs> and that's it. And he was like, "No, we have to do this." And then, and then, and then, um, he got it to a point where it's like you almost didn't need nails because everything fits so perfectly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, this is cool." And then, and then, and then he came in with a nail gun. That was cool too. I was, I'm still not a dude. I don't know how to make anything. All I know how to do is make a mess <laughs> and right. a bowl of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> But there he came in with the uh, like he had glue guns and nail guns and after a while I was like oh this could be kind of fun because it's like <laughs> you know and then um, so we did all that and then and then uh, it was interesting to see the um, it's like an erector set for adults yeah we d- we uh, uh, we did the whole stage in a day mm-hmm. we did the whole stage in a day and then he made the wall and then mm-hmm. we like I didn't I wasn't here for the wall uh, part but we we uh, I I seen the, the half wall built right. I was we were working on the half wall and then all of a sudden the whole wall came through yeah that was a that was an Anthony K uh huh. You can't have a half wall. We need a whole wall. I know that's what I'm saying though. I knew, I was like I was like I was saying a curtain, David, was, but then you said a curtain was fire hazard. Right, right. Yeah. This this uh this stage change and, and renovation was definitely a labor of love from <laughs> not only us, us but the Sacramento comics, the whole the scene. We had a lot of people come out. It's so funny too because like I'll be in another city or somewhere doing a, doing a, doing a gig and stuff like that and I'll get a I'll get a text while I'm on stage or, or, or like just getting off and I'll look and it, it'll be a comedian that's working here and they're like good idea on the stage man <laughs> like Haley, that's because I always give you credit yeah. what do you talk why'd you move the stage Carlos Rodriguez yeah Haley Boyle hit me up one time so many Haley. comics though have been like oh man I told you that you should do it that way I was like stop it <laughs> It was. Uh, you must have said it in your mind because right. you didn't say it out loud. Even if you did say it once, Carlos said it for six full, Years. continuous. <laughs> and months. the the um the uh that was another thing too. Um, so Jenny wanted to, uh, wanted me to have a headshot, and she was like, "I need new headshots." Oh my god! I hate taking pictures. I don't like taking pictures. The headshot that I had of Carlos on the wall, he looked. Like a strung out. I was strung out. I was. I took those photos. <laughs> the dark I was, eyes. I was you look like a raccoon. Yeah. I was like, really? Is this the picture you really want on the wall? Like, it does not represent you. It Give rem- me a new headshot. It reminds me of what I could, what I could have been. <laughs> what, what I was at one point. No. But I don't like taking pictures, man. Um, and it's so gross. And then. Um, but I had this idea. 
Uh-huh. And I want I needed new headshots. And I told him, I didn't tell him why, I didn't tell any other comics why, but I need new headshots. And he drug his feet and drug his feet and told me he had an appointment and the appointments got canceled. I mean, I was nagging him and I hate to nag people. Yeah. And then I finally had to break down and tell him why. Yeah, she told me she goes, I got I need a new headshot because I'm putting your picture in the front of the comedy club. And I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, one of the big blown up pictures. She's like, I need to blow it up. So I need a high res. Because I sent you a picture, but it wasn't high res. And I'm just like, uh, just. I'm and it was old. And it was old. And I go, and then and then I go, what? And then she's like, yeah, and so I can blow it up. So it needs to be high res because I'm going to put it in the front of the comic club. And I then go, I said, what? the picture you sent me, I said, is that the picture you want me to blow up in front of the club for the. And I was like, no way. <laughs> and so I ended up getting, uh, Chris Smith took, uh, took headshots of me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I seen the finished result and that was really cool. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit. It's like, so. I'm on the front of the. Did you see it out there? Yeah. So I'm on the front of uh, my home comedy club, and I was like, and it's like one of the biggest accomplishments I've gotten comedy. Like I was like, oh wow. And then and that and that who also, are you next to? I'm next to Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. And you know what's funny is I was like, oh man, this means I definitely can't quit comedy. Right. <laughs> I think I told you that. I was like, you can't quit now. Yeah, I can't quit now. I was like, if I ever did thought about like just hanging it up, I was like, oh, I, I there's something too. I put um I seen a post on Facebook. You know, it's, it's, the years it shows you what you posted about. Yeah. So last year, this day. I guess one of my posts was like, if you're not a famous comedian and you quit comedy, is that oh, kind of yeah. like the tree in the woods thing? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody give a shit? <laughs> like, no. That's what that, because like, Rodney Dangerfield has that. He yeah. goes like, yeah, I quit comedy. He goes, I just no one knew because I was I wasn't famous. Because <laughs> you weren't Rodney Dangerfield's great. Yeah. That's one. Uh, he's one of my favorites. And then. Um, because uh, the first person I seen stand up, though, you know what's funny is I was eight years old. Andrew Dice Clay and Sam Kennison were the first people I watched uh, do stand up. At eight. At eight. That's yeah. Funny. I, my 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 dad's cousin was uh, babysitting us, and Phil Philip was he was old. He was he was like I think he I think Philip was like thirty or something like that. So he had uh, he and he was he was an ex marine, so he was kind of nuts. Yeah. And he's babysitting us. That's how that's how <laughs> that's, that's how we're raised out here. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, he says, go up there, go. Uh, 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 he goes because he started. He said a, a joke of a dice clay, and I didn't get it. And he couldn't believe that I didn't get it. But I'm like, I'm eight. Why would I? Why would I right. get a dice clay joke? Right. I think about it now. And then he goes, he goes, go get get. He goes, you know, dice clay. I go, no. He goes, go get it. Go get the tape. He goes, your daddy showed you dice clay. I go, no. He goes, go get it. Go. He goes, there's a tape in the. He goes, go in my closet. He goes on the top. There's there's there's, there's VHS tapes. He goes, uh, uh, get the one that says dice. Don't get any of the colored ones. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I got the one that said Dice and it sl- like slashed and it had uh, Kennison too it says Dice and Kennison which is funny because now I know that they didn't get along after a while oh. but they had them both on on, on tape so I pop, we pop it in and I, and I start watching uh, Andrew Dice Clay's uh, with, this is the one with the nursery rhymes on it and then it bleeds right into Sam Kennison and I watch all Sam Kennison and I was like oh this is great this is hilarious <laughs> like this is what they do like they just talk and, 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 and yell and, and, and just I was like and people are laughing they I was like, this is crazy. It wasn't like I wasn't bored. I, that's the thing. Right. I was eight years old and there was no cartoons on it and I wasn't bored. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, this is interesting. And mm-hmm. so I, I remember th- I remember that. And then I remember watching um, like uh, uh, cable came into play. And um, I remember Showtime had to think uh, there was a uh, uh, bada bing. I remember that's you know, what's funny is I remember that, too. Like we had video stores back then. Back back then in my days, there was <laughs> there was things called video stores. <laughs> and um, I remember. uh, uh Seeing the comedy specials and mm-hmm. seeing the comedy special uh, book uh, casings and covering, mm-hmm. and I remember being like, I always remembered that. Oh, that's th- those are cool because uh, they don't like because I would you know there'd be cartoons and stuff like that. But I was like, oh, these are cool that like. Uh, 
because uh, it would always be one guy. It would be whoever it was. I, right. I only remember Eddie Murphy's uh, one, and then there's uh, some other ones too where it's just like they would be standing and there'd be an audience, and I'm like, oh, okay, like I know what those are about. Those are fun. Right. But I was like, I can't get those because I don't because my mom will get mad probably because mm-hmm. I already knew that that like I shouldn't have been watching it with with Phil. But I was like, I can't wait to tell Phil. So I try to like remember the name or, t- or remember the cover and tell him, hey man, next time get this one because I want to see that. Right. Um. So I uh, and then I seen Eddie Murphy Raw. I seen Raw before I seen Delirious because okay. Delirious came out before Raw. Yeah, but uh, uh, Eddie Murphy's was so funny, dude. Like I, uh, and I realize it now that Eddie Murphy not only was a comedian, he was a, a character actor. Like all of his bits, he's he's performing. He's doing almost like a one man show because mm-hmm. it's like the first section is just him do, doing a little monologue and stand up, and then it's then he goes into being pretending to be his dad and mm-hmm. his mom, and then his friends and his and as a kid, and it progresses on. And, he, and he's basically just telling a, like almost a linear story, and then he talks about him being himself an adult and his 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 wife or whatnot or you know something. Like and then um, and then when I went back and seen Delirious, I seen the same pattern. I was like, oh, he's doing the same. Oh, so that was a part two of it. So it's a sequel. You already you're familiar with these characters. And then because um, people always ask me, they go, like, I am. T- I do talk fast, and I had a lot of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you don't talk nearly <clears throat> as fast as you used to, though. Oh yeah. Okay, so when did you start? Because I know you, we've talked about this. How long have you been performing at Laughs? I've been here at Laughs for, uh, I want to say, maybe tw- almost 12 years. Okay. Yeah. Um, I got here. Steve was Steve so was. I've been at Laughs longer than you. Yeah, because you've been here, what? Uh, 18. 18, yeah. Because, yeah. like, I, 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 came here, I came here once when I was 16 mm-hmm. to do an open mic, and they had it out there. And then, um, and it was to win tickets to go see Kings of Comedy. And I won tickets, and so I got to go see. Uh, oh, I here. I went. I, I won uh, Kings of Comedy tickets, and then, uh, and then I didn't come back in here until uh, I want to say it was twenty twenty four. Okay. And this is when Steve B. Who was here last night? Who was here last night? <clears throat> Steve B. Ran the mic. Yeah, and, and you couldn't cuss. And you couldn't cuss. Steve B. Was he was he was like. You can't curse on stage at the open mic, and everyone was like, "What?" Like, "Oh no!" And I was one of them. And I go, "Well, then I'm not here. I'm, I'm then I'm leaving." You know. But his thing was like, if you know, uh, almost like a Brian Regan type of effect thing is like, there's there's so many words in the dictionary that you can use other than the curse word right. that can make funny. And so, but then, um, which is true, it's like if you could do stand up clean uh, out the gate and and kill or do well, then it's just like it's easier to dirty it, up a joke than it is to clean it up. Yeah, and you could just you could just boom. And I <clears throat> I learned that later on. Like I started realizing a lot of my set. When I would get hired for clean gigs, oh, like the one here. Oh, I told someone the story the other day. Oh, so, so. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm super ADD. <laughs> oh, we know. The um, so, so, so we're doing a, a sober grad night here, and it's it's for a, a a school that's up by Auburn, like a high school. And so, and the sober grad nights. If you guys know what sober grad nights is, it's basically the graduation night for all kids that are staying sober. So they keep them busy with activities is that all the day. With Mike Calvin, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they had been before they came here. They mm-hmm. were on the boat, and they did no, the, that boat wasn't there yet. They, it was the boat after? was the boat was after because that's why they was they were stretching it because oh. the boat hadn't been here. So 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 they have. They have uh, the graduation. After the graduation, they go have dinner. After they have dinner, they go to a dance. After they go to a dance, they, uh, they have trivia night. After they have trivia night, they come do they come watch stand-up. And by the time they come to see stand-up, it's midnight. So it's – well, actually, this time it was 11 o'clock. So 
they don't know. I, the reason why I remembered it's the boat because I ruined the surprise. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, and they don't know what any event is afterwards. They don't tell them until they're at the event. So, because it's sober granted. So, they, they, it happens all night and then they go swimming and all this other stuff. And at four o'clock in the morning, it ends. And so, um, uh, so they so they they so they book us and we're supposed to do uh my council's about 20 25 minutes and then I'm supposed to bring it home with about 35 to 40 right cuz it was supposed to be an hour long thing it's supposed to be an hour long thing and um and so uh, uh you have to be for high school you have to be completely clean not only clean but topic topic clean too. topic clean yeah so no talk about drugs no talk about sex no talk about no cussing not even innuendo not even innuendo. you can't even do any of that so i'm like all right so i got my my time in my head and it's so funny because we get here and i'm still stressed out so me and michael calvin are at the uh at the bar writing more jokes and writing more things and and stuff like that so mike goes up and he knows that he can't do anything about drugs or anything about sex or anything like that so he goes up and he says and I shit you not, this is exactly what happens. <laughs> this is exactly how long he was on stage. He goes up and he goes, hey, how's everybody doing? They all clap their hands. All right, yeah. He goes, he goes, okay. He goes, so there's high school and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, all oh, the kids, you guys is crazy. He was like, he was like, and what's your name? What, what happens to be your name? And she, and she was like, E. And he goes, E like, like the pill. And he goes, all right, well, I'm going to bring out your next comic. <laughs> I shit you not. He did. He did. It wasn't even five minutes. It wasn't even. It was, it like, was an intro to bring me in pretty he much. Just, he just figured out that he, he wasn't going to be able to do it. Yeah. Because like, he didn't. He hasn't had, hadn't had corporate experience at the time. Yeah, that was like his first He wasn't thing. doing like clean stuff. But I was like, he could do, he can do clean time. But. And then he, but it was clean, clean. Yeah, and it was just like a super G. And then I was like, "Oh man!" And then it's, and then, and then I, I think uh, Skip looked at me like, "Well, you you got you got to do the whole time, you know?" Because, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and that's another thing too. They showed up late, so I thought that they were gonna be like, um, "Oh, well, now oh, your time right. is all cut." Right. And but then they were like, "No, you got to keep going until." Because matter of fact. The boat isn't ready. They, that's when they tell me, they go, well, that would be the case, but the boat isn't ready. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, they're going on the boat after the Queen Mary, or the, the, Delta the Delta King. King. And I was like, oh, okay. So I go on stage and, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing all the, uh, the tricks. <laughs> I'm doing all the tricks. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like topical and, and cartoons and cereal. Was and, it you or him that was like, what do you guys want to talk about? And one of the kids yelled out drugs. Uh, was it you or him that did it? I want to say because it was like you guys were told you had to do this, 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 and then they're, they're yelling out stuff and like, yeah. And I'm like, I, I don't know, man. I don't know who that was, me or him or not. I think, I think it, it was. It, it could have been him. And then, um, and then at one point in the set, I go, I go, yeah, I go. I'm just, I go. So I said something like, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool that you guys get to go on a boat after this because I was like, what is this? I go. <laughs> I go, what is the social? Because I didn't know what a sober grad. They, they told me kind of what they were into, what they were doing. Because I was having doing a lot of crowd work and hanging out, and because I had to fill an hour now, like it was no longer I had to fill forty minutes. Now I got twenty more added onto my plate, and um, and I go, oh, so that's cool. So you guys went and did this, you went and did that, and I was like, and then after this, you guys get to do a boat, and then after that, they all went, oh, <laughs> a uni like a hundred and fifty students all at all once went unified oh. in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, Santa Claus. Yeah. And I go, oh, my God. I go, you guys didn't know? And they're like, no. And the teachers are looking at me like, God damn it. <laughs> and I was just like, I go, that was so funny. It was like a reverse Care Bear stare. <laughs> like, they were all sad. And I just started laughing. And we had a good time, actually. And then I got off. And Skip was like, 
He's like, I've never that that was cr- I've never seen anything like that. He goes, that's great. He goes, you're you're good at this club. Anything, anything, you're good at this club. Anything, I don't care. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, I, I was I was extremely proud of myself because it was no cussing, no drugs, no sex, no anything like that. And uh, and Those then kids I, are 21 now. They can all drink. Yeah, now they all can drink. I did another one like that though. See, that one was great. And then there was another. So that one was great. I did three so far. Two of them were good, which is these are crazy because they are, they are not set up for comedy. They're so bad. Um, and the one I did, I took Emily with me. I took Emily Van Dyke with me. We went up up to, uh, up again to Auburn, <laughs> and um, and this is at three in the morning though. She hired me at three in the morning, and this lady see me at, at, at a comedy club, and I was like, and I go, I go, so what do you want? She was like, I would like a a light PG thirteen, and I go, that's called an R. <laughs> I go if you want to, you know. I was like, if you want to go on rating systems, said, there's no such thing as a light PG. A PG-13 is light already. Mm-hmm. And she was like, uh, and she and I go. So I go up there and I'm doing, and uh, and and that's the thing too. It was in a cafeteria where they didn't have any lights on. It was all like it was. It was weird. There was no lights, and the only lights were like these these colored ones. It looked like a Christmas. Just picture like you turn the lights off in your house, and the Christmas lights are on. Yeah. That's how the cafeteria looked. So you can't really see Emily. You can't. So she goes up, and she's not having a good time. And then I go up, and I'm not having a good time. And then uh, the lady goes, uh, "What what happened with this? Like how you did it at the comedy club?" And I go, "This is not a comedy club." Right. And you told me I gotta I gotta be clean for these kids. And she was like, "Well, then just do the stuff that you did at the at the at the comedy club." And I go, "All okay. right." So so I, the gloves come off. <laughs> like I'm like, "All right, let's run it." So I start doing it, and um and I'm and, and they're laughing. They're laughing at the Mexican jokes. They're laughing at like now I'm starting to talk about race a little bit. I'm starting to talk about you know a little bit of sex. I don't know what I'm getting into. Real life stuff. It's real life stuff. And they're getting it. and They're liking it. And then I had said uh, I did a gay joke, and like I don't have none of my gay jokes are negative. They're all pro, and I had talked about how I go. Uh, I can't remember what it was. Oh no, just it was just an observation. I think it was the ice cream and and, and yogurt. Mm-hmm. I was like, ice cream yogurt seems like ice cream's gay cousin, <laughs> and it does because because it, it and I go because it, it it just seems like it has way more fun. Right. Like you just you know accessorize and dress and have a like it was like yeah. And so this gay kid gets up and he and he and he's like and he walks away and he pushes the chair, and then he walks away and he's and he storms off. And then all of a sudden, uh, it gets all quiet. And they kind of look, and then the one kid goes, uh, "Oh, he's gay." And I was like, "Oh no, I could tell by the way he pushed the chair." I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That chair didn't move at all." And then, and then one kid goes, "Oh man, that's too far." And I go, "No, it's not too far." And I tell to tell him, I go, "I go, it's not too far." I go, "You guys laughed at the jokes about Mexicans. You guys laughed at the jokes about poverty. You guys laughed at all this stuff." And I go, and I didn't even say anything bad about gay people. I just said. That ice cream seems like yogurt. In, I gave yogurt a personality, and 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 you want to be represented, <laughs> represented, rep- you want representation, and so uh, and then uh, they were all like, no, 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 and I was like, well, you guys can't pick and choose what you guys. I was like, that's ridiculous, right. and I go, if you guys are upset about that, then the world is going to be a really tough place for you guys, and uh, then the lady gave and me, good night, <laughs> yeah, the lady gave me the cut signal, and I was like, and that's my cue, I'm about to collect my check. <laughs> And when I went to go collect my check, she was like a soccer momish type of lady, and so she had. She the, was a Karen. Oh, dude, she she had the check, and she was talking to me with the check, and like about to scold me, and she was like, 
I asked for and I grabbed it and I go, thank you. And she was like, no, she was like, what are the, the R? I, I said a light R. And I go, listen, I'm not a student. I'm not one of your kids. And you guys, that's what you hired me for. And then you told me what to do. And you gave me this other direction. And I went there and I did my job. And I just put my money in my pocket. And, and Emily was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Because I was like, just because you just because you pay me. You're not my boss. Right. Like, you're not my boss. to Like, I don't. That's the great thing about being a comedian. We don't have any bosses. You know, we have people that pay us. And we're independent uh, uh, contractors, contractors, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So if I don't want to work with you anymore, or if I decide that I'll, I'll let you keep your money and bounce. If I, but if you're a dick, I really want to take your money. <laughs> so that goes both ways. Yes, yeah, it does. Because <laughs> as it a do- booker, yeah, if I don't want to work with you anymore, then you don't. Yeah, it's it's the best. <laughs> yeah, even even as a comic with another comic, mm-hmm. like there's there's comedians that I won't work with. I'm not going to tell the the, the 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 owners of the bookers because I'm not trying to take any money out of someone else. Right. But I just don't get along with that person. That coworker. That's the greatest thing about comedy is you don't have to wake up every morning and go to the same office and have to deal with fucking Peter. <laughs> yeah, you're Peter. My, my I, I, I'll see a comic. I'll say hi, and I don't have to associate with him. I can take off, right. and that's that's the thing too. Like, uh, like, like we said earlier. Like, I, I, I learned how to let go, mm-hmm. as opposed to let uh, let their shittiness affect me. And before I know it, now I'm talking shit about this person, and you know, then then word gets back. Then on top of that, too, word gets back. Another thing too, if you're talking shit about another comic. Then you start to get prone to start talking shit about more comics because after a while, that's all your, all your well, conversation. If you're talking shit about another comic, I'm gonna bet you're talking shit about me too. Yeah, somewhere else. Because conversation is uh, what do they say? People that have conversation about others is just uh, it's like not a not a well educated conversation. Mm-hmm. Like educated people have conversations about ideas and thoughts and 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 and, and figuring things out as opposed to figuring people out. Mm-hmm. It's like get out of here. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like what is this? I'm not in high school. I didn't do it in high school. Why would I do it as an adult? Right. <laughs> well, and I don't like th- I don't like gossip anyway. I don't I don't thrive on drama. I tell people I'm not afflicted with curiosity. That's funny. I like <laughs> it's that. True. I'm not afflicted with curiosity. I like, could I call like when you say you said um, I don't like questions because they lead to more questions. I say yeah. that all the time. I'm like. That's why you only get one question because one question you answer and then there's three more questions on your answer. It's like, no, but there didn't need to be because you don't need the information. You're just curious. Yeah. I hate answering questions. Yeah. I don't have to answer that. So I just said, yeah, I said there earlier, I, was like, I don't like answering questions because there's just more questions after that. And just, and they're, so and they're mundane too. Mm-hmm. And I hate, this is another thing too. Or it's information that they can get on their own. They're just looking for a shortcut. There's flyers. I've made flyers for comedy. <laughs> and the the sole purpose of a flyer is to give you all the information without having to ask any questions to the people that are on the flyer. Mm-hmm. But people are like, they'll hit you up and they're like, when's the show? Mm-hmm. On the flyer. Who's How on much? it? On the flyer. How much? Mm-hmm. Where's it at? Mm-hmm. Where do I buy tickets? Mm-hmm. I will kill you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, it's just, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's. Uh, it bothers the shit out of me. That bothers me. Well, and in my position, I don't just get questions from, let's say, you. Mm-hmm. As I get questions from the comics, the staff, the customers. Uh-huh. I mean, I answer the phones all day answering questions. And it's the same questions over and over. Which they're customers and they don't know or they haven't been there. So I have to answer their questions. Yeah. But when the staff comes in and they're like, who's here tonight? There's a you just <laughs> passed a wall of flyers. Of flyers. <laughs> There's a reservation book that has all the information you need. Like, so I don't answer questions. I'll just look at you. Like, you can find that information. That's funny too, because like, uh, uh, I like that. I'm not a. What she would you say? How you say? I'm, I'm not. I'm a, not afflicted. Fact, I'm not afflicted with curi- with the disease of curiosity. It's so funny. It, it, it's so funny. We should put that on a shirt. Affliction. That should be in a shirt. 
Because <laughs> okay, so we're we're going down to San Diego, going to the uh, comedy festival, and uh, we're driving down there. And the sole reason that we're driving down there is to basically stop in L.A. at this place <laughs> called California Donut. Oh my God! There's only one, and it's in uh, Koreatown. It's in K Town. <clears throat> I think it's like on on Third and 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 West or something like that. And it's open twenty four hours a day. It's open twenty four hours a day, and not only do they make good donuts. You stand outside and you order through a window. Yeah, and they can with hear a you. sign on it that says "We can hear you." <laughs> and it had. I put a picture on my Instagram. Uh, we had a peanut butter filled donut. It was chocolate oh with Reese's pieces on top. It was so good. So good. And specially freshly made because we had we. Even the called. inside and, peanut butter was warm. Ah, oh, it was ridiculously good. It's like a peanut butter sauce. <laughs> Welcome back to food porn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> By Carlos and Jenny. That's yeah, all another. That's so funny. We can do food porn. That's a. We had a lot of good places. It was so good. And then the um the what was good too the croissant that they had that we 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 had that we had a croissant too. Oh, and the blueberry one. The cake oh, donut. blueberry cake. Okay, donut. It's. But anyway, so we were driving to San Diego. Yeah. And there was a shirt. Yeah, no, that was talking. a straight idea. So, because like people were like, you should make merchandise. You're missing a lot, a lot of uh, action on on the road if you don't have merchandise. And I, I just, I really have a problem with with selling stuff. I feel I feel panhandlish, and, or or desperate or something like that. But it does make a lot of money. I was like, oh, but I never had anything good I wanted to put on a shirt. So as we're talking, we're, we're going off about. Uh, people o- being offended. People being offended in audiences and places, and it's and it's really strange because like. Uh, people are only offended in certain areas. I'm realizing a lot in the Bay Area, um, like some in LA. It's all it's main cities, big cities. Yeah. But there's a whole bunch. There's a whole bunch of country left, and they know that they're going to a comedy show to have fun. And so I had said, I go, I go fucking. The first thing I said, I go, I go, relax, motherfuckers. Like being offended isn't terminal. Right. And then we start laughing, and I was like, I should put that on a shirt. Yeah. And then before I know it, I start fixing it up, cleaning it up, and I was right. like, relax. Back and forth. Yeah. And, yeah. and then so the shirt ended up being saying, relaxed. Uh, and the shirt says, uh, relax. You can't die from being offended. Dot dot dot. You won't die from Un- being. Offended. Yeah, you won't die from being offended. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah. And so now I made it into a joke, and then I, I, I'm on the road, and I sell, and like, I, I shit you not, man. Sometimes I sell this shirt, and I make either. As much or more than the club had paid me, and it's a it's a it's a crazy thing. Like I had a um I bought a square, and it was funny because I was only buying them in, in twenty five shirt increments. Yeah, <laughs> from my guy and selling out immediately. Immediately. Well, I sold seven before you even had them. Yeah, Jenny sold seven because <laughs> she kept talking because the shirt was such a, it was such a program. And then when I, I loved it, yeah, I was like this is I, and I told you I said if you don't get these shirts, I'm gonna make them and I'm gonna sell them. Yeah, and I won't feel bad about it. It's so funny because um I'll wear. I'll have them I at the comedy clubs. I do you more than I think I do. You do not, yeah. And then, <laughs> I just realized that. Yeah. That was another one. I was like, you better make those shirts. Where are the shirts? Where I want a sh- shirt. Make it. Make, and, then, um, and then I made the shirt. And then uh, every comedy club I go to, the staff wants one. Are they like, we should, they say, we can we have these as like our staff shirt? They'll ask because they're black and white. They're all black and white. And all mostly comedy club shirts are all black and, and white. And I know here they were like, can we make these our, our, our official uniform? <laughs> we just put a last logo on the thing. And then some of the comedy clubs were like, yeah, can I do that too? And I was like, that would be kind of dope. <laughs> I was right. like, yeah, yeah. At Carlos Comedy. But people, really, they like the shirt. And then on top of that too, like the good thing about, so if you want to make a shirt, this is if any comics are trying to figure it out, the, the best way to make a shirt is to have it be a, a, a joke or a line or a punchline that you can say on stage inconspicuously and then try to sell it afterwards or, you know, pull it out. People get it. Also, no cussing on the shirt um, yeah. because people uh, can't wear it at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, also too, um, make it 
make it a joke that people don't have to be at the show to get because people will they'll they'll buy your shirt because they're happy but then like you want them to wear it and you want people because a lot of the, the the that shirt that i have People can wear that and don't have to be at the show and get what it means and what it's saying. Because there's a lot of shirts out there that are just like, uh, donut time. And it's like, okay. <laughs> we don't get, like, oh, you had to be at the show. This guy did a whole thing about donuts and it was great. Well, how'd it go? Oh, man. And then they butcher your joke. Right. And then you just don't sound like a good comedian. <laughs> like so. I wore the shirt to, to Jalen's school. You can take off? And okay. uh, she, and one of the teachers oh, said, yeah. I don't think that's a nice shirt. <laughs> and I said, well, are you offended? <laughs> yeah, right? Relax, chick. Right. Because it's Read like, it again, then. Yeah. It's, it's uh, Only you can let yourself be offended. Right. You, so that's telling me, like we, we talked about this before, uh, me, and, me and David, we've talked about this before. Uh, that's someone else. You're giving someone else power over your emotions. So you're letting someone else control how you feel about something. And right. it's like, well, I'm offended. Well, re- why? Right. Are you offended because I made you feel some way? Right. Then that doesn't sound like my problem. Mm-hmm. That sounds like your problem because right. I'm okay with what I said because I'm I'm fine. And uh, so you can I keep it moving. Yeah. And if you want to dwell on it, if you want to be sad about it, then go ahead. That's how I taught my daughter, Jaylin. Mm-hmm. That's how I taught her. I said, uh, words, words only have power if you give it to them. Yeah. So I said, even bad words. You're not allowed to say bad words because it's disrespectful and it makes me look like a bad parent, uh-huh. not because it hurts anybody. So I told her, I said, go ahead, say a bad word right now. You said, go ahead, say it, you little bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, just... I guess we're all the time. She's heard, the, she's heard them all. <laughs> and so I said, say one, just say just one. And she's like, no, 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 I can't do it. I can't do it. She I said, say one. And she goes, come. I said, come on, you won't get in trouble. Just one. And she goes, she like, we're in the car. There's nobody what'd but me. What'd she pick? And she looked around and she was like this and she goes, shit. <laughs> she might have been sneezing. I don't know. And I laughed so hard. And I said, oh, "Look, the car didn't crash. Nobody died. Yeah, it's not gonna hurt." I go, "It's just how it makes you sound." But when people call you names, I had somebody call me a name the other day, and I was like, uh, "Kyrie was here." He's like, "Did she just call you?" And I said, "So it yeah. didn't hurt my feelings. She was drunk and stupid, and her boyfriend's about to beat her up now." But no, it's funny because. Uh, I, I saw this third hour that I'm working on because oh, yeah. I, I have the uh, okay, so the first hour is done. The second hour is about to be you know messing with it still. But I saw to the humble brag section. No, of the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just trying to explain my thought process and the theory. <laughs> uh, uh, I know um, it's so funny because like I'm I'm in this point where I don't want to I don't I don't I always try to be as modest as possible as humble as possible and it's like but this is what I do I get that a lot lately and I'm like am I being an asshole but it's like. This is kind of like my life, so it's like I don't have anything else to talk about. <laughs> like, which, I don't have any kids. I don't have a girlfriend. I don't yeah. have – I just have a dog and I have stand-up and uh, sobriety, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like I either talk about those three things. And so uh, – and this is what I'm mainly focused on. But like but like the curse word thing is in the third hour that I'm trying to work on is uh, is is I wanted to call it my, my first comedy special. And it's just all about my firsts. Yeah. And um, – and so uh, as I was talking about the first time I cussed and I remember it because uh, I was in um, I was in second grade and uh, they were teaching cursive, which uh, I, I use a lot today. Uh, <laughs> and and they made a, a, a cursive S on a lowercase cursive S on the chalkboard. And I remember saying to myself underneath my underneath, underneath my breath, I go, what the fuck is that? <laughs> So the first time I cussed, it wasn't even for anybody else. It was yeah. just for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I was like, yeah. Because yeah, I, 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 
I was like, what? That's not an S, you know? I, I've been practicing my whole life trying to do this S, and now you're switching it up, throwing a curveball at me? So I was always really good. I didn't cuss, like, especially around my parents. I was in goody two-shoes. Mm-hmm. I was like, I am probably still am now, but... <laughs> Um, I had learned to fingerspell sign language. Oh, okay. When I was, I was like, like eight. I was like, that's a hot ass sex move. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, I would so I would fingerspell so I would get get in trouble from my parents or whatever, and I'd be walking down the hall and I would just spell out words. One letter at a time oh, yeah. in sign language. Ah. That was my that was my rebellion right there. I was so wild. That's the best. <laughs> but no, man, it's a uh it's a trip, man. Um I cursed so little around my parents that when I was 23-ish, my mom and I used to, uh, we carpooled to work. And a car, I'm driving home, and a car cut me off. And I go, what the hell? And she said, Jennifer Sue. Uh, I was like, hell? (laughs) I was like, my hell's not even a bad word. Yeah. And she was, I was just so surprised that you said it you're like hell's a proper noun okay <laughs> i was like hell yeah so now i cuss in front of her all the time i was like i don't want you to be surprised about it uh-huh that's so funny <laughs> that i uh i remember i was so and then i started uh, uh cussing hella much is when i went to I, I went from a school called joseph bond i went no I used to live in a nice little neighborhood in, in Sacramento at the time. It was called Greenhaven. Mm-hmm. And then we moved from Greenhaven to South Sacramento, which is not a, not the best of areas. But I remember getting, I remember going in to school and I remember this girl was cussing and she was like, she was good at it. Like, she was like, <laughs> like, I, like, this, I, like, I wouldn't be surprised if this bitch popped up a cigarette and started lighting up and just talking about her day. And just like, right. she's like, this motherfucker was all trying to be all on me. I'm like, wait, we're in fifth grade. Uh, but yeah, so we're like, what's elementary school? And so she was like, she just went off. And then I was like, oh, okay. I was like, we can cuss. So then I start cussing too. And then all of a sudden um, in class, someone raises their hand and says, hey, the new kid cusses. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, so you guys cuss and your snitches. <laughs> I was like, right, I was like, right. all right. And uh, I remember thinking in my head, I was like, I thought that's what you guys did here. And then I went to another. Uh, I got, I got expelled actually from that elementary school, and I went to uh, Mark Twain. And that one was way worse. Really, that one was way bad. Those kids cussed and they they fought and and it. Like there was a fight on like almost every day at that school. It was an elementary school, and it was so funny, it was connected to a. It was so funny because it was connected to a, a, a high school called the uh, Hiram Johnson West Campus, and that was for like smart kids. Like you had to have a, a 3.0 in order to get into the school. Oh, yeah. So uh, it was. And this was the fifth grade. No. Uh, uh, oh, this was older. No, this is when I got in the sixth grade because I got expelled. Still fifth, sixth grade. Yeah, but it was connected to a high school, so we're, so I was like, oh, okay, so this. It was just really weird. That was a, that was a weird situation. Uh, I don't know if it's still like that. I think that it might be. School? Yeah, it's Mark Twain, and it's connected to a Hiram Johnson West Campus. Hiram Johnson was a, um, the re- main campus. Was a, I went to Roseville, so I wouldn't know. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Roseville. The only time I went to Roseville is uh, for the auction that they had up there. Oh, yeah, Denios. Denios. Just there. Denios. You can go there, and you can pick up a Persian rug. It was farmers markets before <laughs> farmers markets were popular. Yeah. Now you can go anywhere for a farmers market. Yeah. They do them on the, under the freeway over here. Yeah, they do. They, they uh, like every week. There's somewhere. It's every day there's somewhere different it's ridiculous yeah oh. they shut they closed down capital and do one over there on like thursdays in the s- summer or something yeah they, t- t- sacramento's getting nuts man <laughs> um but now oh. no what any other question um uh, uh yeah okay so, okay so if you knowing today what you know about comedy 
what would you tell yourself when you started out? Uh, if I if I can if I could talk to sixteen uh, year old Carlos, I would be like, um, you know what? No, I, I was I would scratch that. I go and I advance to twenty six year old Carlos, and I'd be like, uh, don't listen to any of the older comedians. Don't listen. Don't yeah. Don't listen to any of the older comedians. Don't take their advice. Really? Yeah. Why? Because there's no this this thing. There's no correct road. So if you take someone's advice, I mean, ethically, yes, but not at stand up, not in comedy. You know, not like don't put your clips on YouTube. Don't don't do the don't 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 talk about this stuff on stage. Don't talk about that stuff on stage. Don't don't do the, like when they give you tips on how to be act at a comedy club. Take those information. Take that information. When they tell you, you know, a, a certain way on how to get booked better, or you know, if it comes to a, a work ethic thing, yes, but not in a comedy stand-up way. So professional professionalism tips and yeah. tricks, and but not, but not listening to someone because because one thing too, it's like there's not a there's no this 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 gig is no there's no road that everyone takes. That's what I don't like about stand-up right now. I don't like that everyone tries to do it and they try to imply the way the regular world works into stand-up. Right. Like, they feel like if they're in stand-up for four years, that's, that's college. That's, that's hey, I graduated, so right. I should be here and there and then. It's like, no, you're still not good. Right. You have to be good. And it's like, oh, well, well, you know, I'm, you know, they, there's, my, uh, my certain group isn't represented in this this show. It's like, because your group right now, there's no one funny enough to get on here, uh, up in your group. And that's the thing too, I don't like well, about it. it's just one show. Yeah, it's just one show. And on top of that, I don't like that fact that you guys are bringing that to stand up because comedians and comedy, we don't make lines. We look at the people that make the lines and make fun of them or, or laugh at them. Be like, this is ridiculous. You guys are stupid because you're, you're putting people in boxes. And stand-up comedy, we don't put things in boxes. We're too busy exploring and breaking down and observing and looking at all this stuff and just, you know, under the microscope. And it's funny. And then we make silliness out of it. But people that come into this and they start, you know, using the way the world works in the stand-up, it doesn't work that way. That's why I'm saying I wouldn't listen to any other comic telling me how to do stand-up because it's, there's no one right, right road to do it because it, it's just it's your expression. Now, I say this because you're trying to be funny. But then when you're not funny and you're still trying to get on stage and on shows and telling us how to do it, it's a ridiculous thought process. Like, listen, I'm not going to, you know, you don't know how to do this. You're not good at it. Like, that's, that's it's, it's, it's like someone that went to school for like four weeks and then they're like, and then they're like, I could teach a class now. I, I actually, I read ahead and I know what's going on. And it's like, you can't really uh, put, you know, like you said, a promotion. You can't really put like the time you put in stand up. I should be getting something back now. I should right. be seeing a return by now. Right. If you're not seeing a return by now, then that means you're not good at it because they are looking for people that are good. They're not looking to put people on stage that suck. You know, they're not looking. They're looking for people that can that can provide a service. And if you can't provide that service, then you can't do it consistently. Yeah, consistently. What you got? It's so it's just like it's a duh thought process. Like really? the loudest word I say in this business is when, consistently. Consistency. Yeah. Because I could see you one time and you could be fine and do great. And, mm -hmm. But then I see you another time and you bomb. Well, now you're only 50-50, mm -hmm. which is a failing grade. Yeah. But, and, and two, promotion. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying, you know, you do, they think they get a promotion. Stand-up can't be uh, uh, measured in linear time. No. Because how many times are you getting up? 
are you changing anything when it doesn't work? Because if you get up and tell the same joke every time yeah in the same inflection with the same punchlines mm-hmm. and you're doing it over and over again the definition of insanity is some <laughs> doing something over and over again and expecting a different result if that's what you're doing then you're not learning anything you're not actually progressing in time yeah i had i had i was i was talking to another comedian and he was asking me he goes uh he because i can't i i stopped stand up when i was 20 and i came back at 26 yeah and then I had a, and I was brand new again. Because if you take that long of a break, you're a brand new comedian right. again. You can't it, like 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 times have changed, things have moved on, so that you're not the There's same new person. Players. There's new players. New players. So I came back yeah. and I was only, I only seen Mikey Winfield that I knew and I knew Ray Molina. That was it. Everyone else was new, and um, and so uh, I, I I went up and I was like and I was like yeah man I was garbage I was garbage when I first came back, and I showed him um, my first set because I, I go here this is my first set and he was like. And it was August 26th, 2008. And I go, yeah, man, I sucked. I was like, look. And he goes like, oh, you're horrible. <laughs> I go, I know. Carlos, as fast as he talks right now, uh-huh. talked 10 times faster. He literally sounded like the Micro Machine Man, mm. if any of you remember from the commercials. <laughs> and he had subtitles. Yep. yep. <laughs> and then he would just run. He never. There was no pausing. Just run right over the top of the laughter, right yeah. over the punchlines. But I just, people couldn't even catch up because like what he was saying was funny even then. Yeah. But it was like, wait a minute. What? Hold on. <laughs> no, no, that was funny. I think. Yeah, it was just rapid fire. If you don't, if you don't like this joke, I got ten more left. <laughs> just rapid fire, and um, I had uh, so I I was uh, he was like you're horrible. I go I know, and he goes when did you get better? And I go well, I actually have it on tape when I when I when I when I made the turn, and it made the turn. It was on it was on this stage, and uh, on the last last old stage, and I go uh, I go in minute. It's so funny. I go in minute like three. You see me stop trying to sound like what I think comedians sound like and I become myself on stage and I go and there was my moment and I go and I got on a film he's like oh I want to see it and so I showed it to him and uh, it was in September of 2008 uh, it was September 19th it said and at one point I say fuck it and I and I just put the I put the uh, the napkin down and like that and I just go off and I start talking like myself and I remember one time my brother seen he goes there you are and I was like yeah and I just fucking having a good time and after that I, like I was bombing and then right then and there when I made that change it's bop 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 it starts hitting and hitting and then um he was like oh wow and I go see I go I found what I needed to do faster because back then the uh, I I didn't just do stand up once a month. Right. I go from I go from that time from from the from from August twenty eighth or twenty sixth to September nineteenth. I had probably been on stage now at that point, probably like between twenty and twenty five times. Like I found mics, I went and got up. I I didn't care how many were the. I just kept getting up and getting up and getting up, eating shit constantly over and over and over again. And finally, I got it. And then I so so my development happened faster. It's not like you said. It's not linear. It just depends on how many times you get up or how, or how you start working shit out and how you figure it out. And so I I got better faster, and then I started getting. And then I I still kept the same ethic. I still keep the same ethic today. Like by accident today. Now I got. I fucking want to break. Um, and then um, you always want to break. <laughs> I always want to break. <laughs> and then uh, it's so funny too because I was talking about how like I go. I'll be in like I went to San Diego to go visit a buddy of mine and I was like, oh, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to take a week off and I'm not going to do stand up and I'm going to go <laughs> hang out with him. And then I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, shit, the comedy store's out here. <laughs> and I was like, Mike Vance is uh, there's a comedy store. He runs kind of like the books, of the, uh, which call it. And I was like, 
I oh, should hit him up. I should hit him up. And then I was like, no, I'm supposed to be sitting here just relaxing. And I was like, oh, the Comedy Palace. Oh, that's right. And I'm like, oh, the Madhouse is here too. Oh, shit, uh, uh, American Comedy Club. Like, uh, Justin used to, you know, book the San Jose Improv, and now he owns this club. I could hit him up. And I was like, oh, I could probably get up every night. And, and, and then I was like, no, no, no. But then my brain started thinking, hey, two-year comic Carlos would have been like, what? You can get on these stages and you're not? What are you doing? Like, and then I, I feel like I owe it to that guy. So then I never stop. Like, even I go, this is so stupid. I go, I can't, I should go on, a, uh, I should go somewhere where there's no comedy and I could just relax and not, not even try to get on a stage. And I have to be secluded. And I was like, ooh, you know where you can be secluded at? And there's like in the middle of the ocean, I'll go on a cruise. And then my stupid ass was like, um, and then I, <laughs> my next thought was like, oh shit, they book cruises. Then I started hitting up people. I was like, who books, who, who how can I get on a cruise? <laughs> I just, it's so funny because uh, after a while it just gets installed into you with the work ethic. Now the work ethic is take people's advice on that. Mm. There's easy shortcuts. There's, there's people, you know, the networking and whatnot. But when someone tries to tell you on um, career moves and stuff like that, just, I don't know, man. It's it's all it's all up to you. I I don't I don't really want to. I like to say listen to the advice because mm-hmm. there's something you can learn from most things, and then just apply what you what you think's gonna work for you. Yeah. I mean, you're not gonna tell a veteran comic you don't know anything, but yeah. listen to it and go, okay. Um, I don't I don't I get that you don't like social media, but I'm not gonna apply that part. But this other part you're telling me that makes sense. Yeah. And so then, just apply what you need to. And then people telling me telling you you're not ready. Listen, you're never ready until you do it. Go ahead and fail. Just go up there and go fail. If if you take something too soon, then you learned your lesson. You just because uh, I'm thinking in my head like there are people that, that go up there and take things too soon and sometimes it works out. Yeah. And then sometimes it doesn't work out. Yeah. So it's your chances are 50 50. You're going to, if you're willing to run the risk of being exposed, then go ahead, go for it. See, my problem was I wasn't, I, I wanted to be undeniably funny. I wanted to be, you know, I wanted to have enough time to where the owner in the back gives me the stretch signal and I have the time and I'm right. okay and I'm comfortable. Now, some people aren't like that and that's, that's their thing. So, so, so I know when my opportunity comes, I'm going to be well prepared and totally equipped uh, to the point where it's smooth. Because <clears throat> I didn't have, I wasn't blessed with the um, the ignorance of no self awareness. <laughs> you know, I wish I was sometimes, but like you know, I'm super self aware, and that's my problem. Um, so I would I would say that about to, if I would talk to talk to me 26 when I came back at 26. Yeah. Because I, I, I think at, at between 16 and 20, uh, being a comedian, I, I was just I was just going up there being cute and figuring it out being and just kid. having something to do and then getting cool cool thing to say to girls, you know, I'm a comedian. Like, what, where are you? I, like, <laughs> I do open mics. And stuff. It's like I didn't even have the life I lived. I didn't even know how to contextualize it to people. I was too busy being silly because I, I, I was super silly. I, I, I seen a video of me when I was uh, uh, 17. Yeah. And I'm... Uh, I'm I'm never going to be as funny as that 17-year-old. <laughs> I watched me at 17. I go, he's so stupid. It's so st- I'm stupid. Yeah. I'm silly. I'm stupid. Like, there's no filter, and he's just goofy. And I'm like, man. And that's where I keep trying to get back to. being Keep getting back to that stupid, goofy, 
not caring about things, just having a good time, that that joy, that yeah. innocence type yeah. of thing, you know, because right. that's where the fun is at and the funny is, is, is in your is in the innocence of things because mm-hmm. um, everyone's had that moment. Everyone's been there so they can they can relate and contextualize. And then and then you make them forget about bills and kids and cars and stuff like that. So and Paula and so. Uh, uh, I, I, I was like, man, I want to hang out with me. And stuff. I see. The, I was like, that feels so fucking stupid. And that's why my because I used to hear that all the time. My website is uh, Carlos is hella dumb dot com because I would always hear, people always say like you hella stupid like that fool Carlos is hella dumb. Bro. Like I would always hear that, and so I was like, yeah, I'll just put that as my website. But then I watched that tape, and I, and I kept I said that to myself. I was like that kid's hella dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, is, uh, is it, do you have a do you have a, a list of questions or just just no? Just, no oh, you just you just fly on the fly. The end here. Okay, okay, we're coming to the yeah. end. Yeah, uh, some somebody's probably telling me to break over there. She's like oh, yeah. twenty minutes. This is an hour now. Is it? Is it an hour? <laughs> we're pretty close. Oh, sh- minutes. oh shit! I'm but sorry. Thank you. Okay. Here's the first. Oh yeah, this is the first one. Oh well, man, I'm, that's pressure. The first new one. Oh, I took bullet, dude. That's so funny. I'm taking. Bu- I always took bullet in the laps too, and I'm mm-hmm. taking bullet. Oh, that'll work. Bullet for the podcast too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for doing it. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks for not Carlos having. CarlosIsHellaDumb.com. Yeah, thanks for having not stage fright. <laughs> Jenny has the biggest stage fright. You should. <laughs> I, I, I'm. I want her not to edit the very beginning of it. She went to introduce it and mess up the intro and press pause hella quick and was like i can't do it i was like no you're supposed to fuck up on podcasts that's the that's the best thing the candidness of it mm-hmm. <laughs> let it let it fly <laughs> it's on there it's gonna be a separate recording but it's because like, i stopped it and then i restarted it oh really oh, oh okay okay i thought you paused it but okay all right from now on i'll let it fly yeah let it fly oh my gosh <laughs> all right well more about my stage fright later <laughs> all right thank you Ha, 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 ha,